What's up, everybody? Man, it has been a while. How the fuck is everybody doing? What's up? Well, that glare is pretty bright. Let me turn this off. There we go. <clears throat> How's everybody doing? What's up, Zio? Yeah, little Raz. Little Raz has been, uh, he's been having some problems. Uh, just today, he threw his back out again, so he's on uh, medication for that. Uh, but yeah, it has, uh, it's been a little while and, uh, it's, it's, it's good to be back. I'm, I'm glad Zio. I'm glad dude. Yeah. It's good to be back to, to, uh, get my content started again. Uh, I've been pretty, pretty fucked up. What's up, Sony? How you doing? Uh, just so you guys know, there's, uh, there's a delay. Uh, YouTube has a little bit bigger delay. It's probably the setting I did with slow-mo mode, but that's okay. Uh, I'll fix it for the next time for sure. Uh, so here we are uh again i I'm, I'm no longer using um slobs so i'm using uh, just regular obs uh b and uh so if there are um m you know music volumes that are fucked up or anything seems off uh yeah just don't hesitate uh to let me know what's up earl how you doing man uh, we're actually so we're gonna talk today about blizzard uh we're gonna have like our first podcasty discussion with you guys but i'm also bringing on a guest uh an old raider that I used to raid with back in the day. He doesn't have a YouTube presence. He doesn't have uh, any kind of social media. Uh, one of the, the the best dudes I've ever known. And I'm going to have him on. Uh, Earl will know who it is. It's uh, uh, Zol. Zol is going to be coming on to to bounce ideas off of, as well as you guys. Uh, that's the whole point of my new content, is I want to interact with you guys as much as possible, as opposed to just being a talking head talking at you, you know. And and again, there'll be streams where I play some games, but uh, we're, we're kind of going more this direction. Uh, doing all right, got the PS5 and playing the video games. Nice, man. I'm, I got a PS5 controller for uh, my PC. Because I wanted to test it out, as well as uh, an Xbox controller, but we'll, yeah, that's that's what's up. What's up, Vile? How you doing? What's up, Mij? So let's talk about Blizzard. But before we get into that, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull in Zol here. So give me a quick second. We'll make sure the 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 levels are good. Again, I had a whole um, a collab set up with a uh, with with a friend, a couple friends, and it, it it fell through, just miscommunication. So that that's all right. We'll we'll you know, so I'm flying by the seat of my pants a bit, but I do have um, a let's see, you know, some 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 key points that I want to hit. And again, anything that comes to you guys' mind, feel free to uh, to you know chime in. Uh, but let's get let's get Zolan here. And uh, let's 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 get this fucking party started. So I'm gonna shift over to to my my screen here, and then let's uh we'll get some some tunes going. Uh, we'll keep them very low volume. Let's see. So we'll do. All right. I just want to make sure it it isn't too loud because I I don't want it to overtake the conversation here. So I'll just have that play in the background. If it's too loud, let me know. All right, let's get uh, let's get uh, Zolan here. Let's let's Discord call him. All right, here we go. Come on, Zol. Hey, what's up? Oh, hold up. What's up, man? 
Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, guys. Uh, tell me how the volumes are. Uh, you're a little bit loud, but uh, sounds like you're screaming a bit into the mic. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Okay, one second. All let, right. me, uh, let me turn the sound on my other game down one sec. All right, yeah. Uh, turn you up a little bit. About uh, chat, people watching, can you hear Zol? Yeah, hey, what's up? All right, all right, cool. You guys, are the levels good? Can you guys hear Zol when he talks? In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the music off a little bit here because it'll be a lot easier this way. Thought we could mix some music in, but I don't think that's gonna work. So. Uh, yeah, uh, we're we're live now, Zol. So we're talking about awesome. the uh, about Blizzard, about the expansion announcement that we that we saw. So I, I turned the music off, Ram. So it should be good. All right, cool. So the first topic I want to hit on, and again, anyone in chat, feel free to chime in. Um, let's talk about the rise of Blizzard. What was the first Blizzard game, people in chat, that you guys ever played? And that goes to you too, Zol. Let's have you answer first, Zol. What was the first Blizzard game you ever played? Uh, I think. Uh... Probably StarCraft. I think it's the first one I ever played. Not even like Warcraft One or Warcraft Two. No, I, I never got. I never. Uh, I didn't have access to a computer then. Oh shit! So okay. I, I don't think I don't think I ever got to play Warcraft One. I played Warcraft Three. You kind of sound think. like. How far away are you from your mic, Azul? Uh, let me get a different headset. Yeah, get a different headset. It sounds like you're talking in a fucking tin can, bro. Uh, so this is a different headset. Let me get another one. All right. Cool. 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 So I'll, while you're doing that, I'll, I'll answer me. So for me, uh, I played this Viking games on Super Nintendo, if you guys remember what the fuck game that was. Uh, Warcraft 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tides of Darkness. Nice RAM. Um, and I, it was made by Blizzard. I didn't know it was made by Blizzard at the time. Uh, but my first like real touch with Blizzard where I, I felt like I got... We're getting some StarCrafts and stuff in here. Okay. Uh, was Warcraft 1. I played Warcraft 1 quite a bit. And then Warcraft 2 came out, and I played that like fucking crazy. Warcraft 2 and Tides of Darkness. And then actually what got me into computer building was StarCraft, because StarCraft 1 came out, and my PC, I had a 486DX2, and my PC couldn't even run it. So I was like, fuck, I want to play <laughs> StarCraft, and I fucking can't do it. So I, 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 all I remember is I, I looked on the back of the box for StarCraft, and it said that the minimum requirements processor-wise were a Pentium 90, right? That's a 90 megahertz chip. This ages dates me a little bit. Uh, but I took it, I, so I took my computer to this repair shop uh, where I was in Heber, actually, where we were growing up, and, uh, and I said, uh, I want to upgrade my computer. And they said, well, what do you want? I was like, yeah, that, that's right, Earl. Vikings and Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Lost Vikings. That was it, Ram. That's right. Uh, but uh, I was sitting there, and I said, I just need a Pentium 90 so I can play StarCraft. And he's like, oh, we can do a lot better than that. And he, he threw in a... Uh, I paid for it, and he, he threw in a, uh, an AMD... Uh, what, was that, what was that processor called? Um, the K62300. And I was blown away, man. And so StarCraft, I fell in love with StarCraft. I already loved Warcraft 1 and 2. I have very fond memories of Warcraft 2. Last day of school in 1998, doing a LAN party uh, in, uh, in my uh, typing class. But uh, <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. And uh, I fell in love with Blizzard. I thought they could do no wrong. And then leading into Diablo 1, which came out for 
my cousin got it, and him and I would play that, and I still remember dude, us playing at like 11 at night when we should have been in bed. And we get to the butcher, and you get the, ah, fresh meat. And we were like shitting our pants, man. It was this, the atmosphere was insane. I'd never played an ARPG before. Uh, what was your first experience like, Zoe, with uh, after StarCraft? Like, had, like how yeah. did you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Diablo, Diablo two definitely were were big too. And yeah, I remember the the story and the di- you know the different kind of gameplay. The the I don't know. I think the one of the best things in Diablo is just you're just running around and the, like the music. You know. You're yeah, the like, atmosphere oh, man, was gonna, set really well. Yeah. <laughs> like what's around the corner? Is it gonna be kids gonna kill me or not? You know, it was, it was really right. Fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Ram says uh, we took turns solving the levels in Lost Vikings. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was the shit, dude. And so Blizzard was was coming up fast, right? They were they were make they they couldn't fail. They were making fucking masterpiece after masterpiece. Uh, Warcraft three came out, and I'll be hundred percent honest, I didn't play Warcraft three uh, when it released or Frozen Throne until after the after World of Warcraft to come out because I had kind of fallen out of. Uh, real-time strategies and i know that like warcraft 3 was less of a real-time strategy and was finally it was going into the dota scene like because that's what created dota in the first place having like a hero that you control in every mission and everything but um i didn't really get in warcraft 3 obviously diablo 2 fucking masterpiece and so many people yeah. have loved it i mean it's the reason why everyone's still playing it and uh with the the re-release they didn't fuck up surprisingly i mean it's not surprising blizzard didn't fuck up diablo 2 resurrected because let's be real they didn't make it uh they they outsourced that (laughs) so um blizzard seemed to be um immortal like they you know impenetrable they couldn't they, they couldn't fail like blizzard was was king and as far as pc gaming was concerned and uh everything they they fucking touched turned to gold and and this is i'll give my opinion on this first i think this is largely because of the people they had in charge now set aside you know people that are in there that are rapists or you know creepers and, and shit i don't care about any of that right right now we'll get into that a bit later but uh what they were doing with terms of their work what their vision was was making games that they themselves would love to play uh, it really panned out. Uh, what do you think the reason they were so successful for uh, Zol? I think, personally, I think it was the they were really good at telling a story. And honestly, like when I at the time when I was playing those games, they, everything every time I played a Blitzer game, it felt new and fresh, and like you know, like a lot of work had gone into the development of yeah, like know, it's released when it's ready. Play right oh yeah 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 it just it just felt great like as soon as you jumped in you're like wow this is this is like a masterpiece yeah it's it's just fucking fantastic right out of the gate but uh everyone else um in chat what uh what are your opinions what do you guys think um is the reason blizzard was so successful up until uh diablo 3 as ram pointed out uh, diablo 3 was kind of their first huge fuck up that we all saw now, to be fair, by the time Diablo three released, World of Warcraft was already a uh, um, a train wreck happening in slow motion. But it was it's slow motion, so uh, we we still had hope back then. So I'm I'm interested <laughs> in what in what chat has to say about what they think in terms of why do you think Blizzard was so successful? Like what what made you want 
to play the games, look forward to releases of new games, and, and, and shit of that nature. So I would, I would love to hear you guys' feedback on that. Earl, I know you got something to fucking say. They made playing with friends fun. That's what caught my eye. Yes, yes, I'd agree with that. Yeah, very, 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 very much so. Uh, Earl. Uh, they, I mean, with even, even back in the days of Warcraft 1, they had network functionality where you could dial up on your dial-up modem to your friend and, and have a game, which was, at that time, uh, unheard of for most games. Uh, I, I know there's a small delay on chat, so while you guys are chatting, I will hit whatever you say. So I will get back to that. So we, we, we saw a lot of great things happen. Um, I mean, World of Warcraft, when it released in 2004, was without a doubt... I mean, it was insane what they were able to accomplish with that. I mean, even Blizzard themselves, if you remember, Zol, uh, Blizzard themselves, when they when they released it, anticipated roughly three hundred fifty to four hundred fifty thousand concurrent subscribers, and on the release, and when it released, they they instantly hit over a million, and so the servers <laughs> were, the were they yeah. were dog shit, dude. They were dog shit. I remember, but I didn't give a fuck. I was sitting there on my you know hundred. <laughs> Yeah, sitting there on our fucking eighty pound CRT monitors, waiting to fucking log in. Uh, hold on, uh, Vile Disturbance says their games were slightly more accessible compared to their competitors, but still difficult enough to offer a challenge. They brought real time strategy and MRPGs to a larger audience. I would agree one hundred percent with that. Um, the one place I will slightly diverge to what you said, Vile, was uh, the. MMORPG space before World of Warcraft was very niche. It was very targeted uh, to a very specific audience. And World of Warcraft was still targeting that specific audience, which is why Blizzard's projections of sales was much lower than it turned out being. Um, but that they, you know, Blizzard had the the um, the history of the world. Like the lore and the 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 world that Warcraft actually takes place in to their advantage. So anyone who played Warcraft one, two, or three, or any of their expansions wanted to see what World of Warcraft was all about. Yeah, you're 100 percent right, Vile, and that's that's just kind of what I just said is that the the uh, they didn't alienate their their core audience. Uh, they they didn't alienate the people that grew up on the RTS games, but at the same time had the difficulty and the challenge and the group dynamic. Uh, and the niche feel that MMORPGs were supposed to have. So they were targeting both audiences very, very well. And I think people that were only played the RTS games adapted to World of Warcraft very well because of it. Now, where we saw World of Warcraft um, start to take a fat fucking shit in its own mouth was uh, during near the end of Wrath of the Lich King, beginning of Cataclysm, when Activision Blizzard uh, acquired Vivendi Games, and you know when Activision acquired Vivendi and Blizzard, and uh, it was, <laughs> I remember when that came out, man. I when that news came out, I was like, dude, this is the beginning of the end <laughs> for World of Warcraft and for Blizzard in general, because up to that point, every single company that Activision had acquired, they've destroyed it. They've absolutely fucking destroyed it without prejudice, without fail. There's not one they acquired that turned out to be better after the fact. Uh, so, I don't know, what were your initial thoughts, both chat and Zol, on um, 
What? How, how did you feel when you found out that Activision Blizzard, Activision acquired Blizzard and Vivendi Games? Yeah, I just I knew that they were just going to bleed it. You know, for as much money as they could get, it'd be more of a business choice. And mm-hmm. my, my biggest concern was, you know, I thought I I had I, I'm pretty optimistic, so I was like, hey, maybe they will keep all the same great people, right? That made these right. games, that they came up with the ideas, and right, and they'll realize that that's what it's built on, but. See, and, and and that's a good thing that you pointed out is you you hope they would keep the same people, right? And ironically, yeah. ironically, Activision didn't fire any of those people that made WoW and the previous you know games what they are. Uh, they left of their own volition because they saw how fucking cancerous Activision was, how toxic it was overall, and the the culture they were instilling in the company. Because let's uh, let's not also not forget that Diablo three was also in development by Blizzard North. And by the way, for those of you in the chat that don't know, Blizzard North are the ones that designed Diablo 1, Diablo 2, uh, Warcraft 2. Um, they were responsible for most of the success that Blizzard had. and uh, But they left before the Activision uh, Blizzard acquirement, actually, like about a year before, actually, because Blizzard wouldn't you know, bend to what they wanted. They felt they weren't getting paid enough and they, they ended up leaving. It's, it's obviously, it's more complex than that, but that's, that's what happened in layman's terms. And so people began dropping like flies. You still see people dropping like flies from the company. Uh, let's, let's, let's catch up on chat here. Um, Ram says, Starcraft and Warcraft 3 were head and shoulders above all other RTS games by having vastly different factions, decent story level characters, sil- silky smooth control. I agree with that. Wrath was also uneven. Uh, New Nax was terrible. Ulduar was the best MMO raid made by man. I'll agree with the Ulduar thing. Uh, I think Nax was fine, um, Ram, and that's just because when Nax came out in, cl- in Vanilla WoW, most of the player base never got a chance to even see it. Uh, it was not accessible at all. Um, should it yeah. have been as accessible as they made it in Wrath? No, but uh, it it definitely it would have been just such a huge waste of resources if it would have just stayed dead in, in vanilla. Um, but let me continue. Uldar is the best. Crusader was abysmal. I'll agree with that. Uh, the Crusader raid was dog dog shit. Uh, ICC was amazing, but no Ulduar. Yeah, I, I'd agree with most of what you said, Ram. Uh, Earl says, scared as all acquisitions uh, have gone wrong with live live in games, but by then all original creators are either gone or couldn't adjust to the new generation of gamers. Uh, I'm definitely going to hit on that, um, uh, Earl. But um, I think that um, as far as what you said about new generation of gamers, I think that's where a lot of the decisions at Blizzard went awry. Because there was no new generation of gamers. Blizzard got greedy and tried pulling gamers that weren't MMO gamers into the space. Uh, and, and I've said this a million times in a lot of my videos, and I've said it a million times on stream, and I'm going to say it again. And that is that if you make a video game or any product for everyone, you end up making a product for no one. Uh, Vile says, Activision put the focus on keeping people logged in for as long as possible. That's when the mobile games design began to creep in. I, I'd agree with that, Vile. Uh, that's definitely a factor that played into that. Activision is a bottom line, uh, you know, bottom dollar uh, focused company. They're not even a game development company. They're a game producing company that's vastly different. 
uh, than actual developers. A Activision themselves don't develop shit. They don't do anything. It's 100%. Uh, they, they buy up studios and the studios make their games and Activision sets the deadlines and, and, the, and the goals for monetization and, and for profit. That's it. Uh, which is why it's become pretty toxic. Uh, now, Zoe, I don't know how familiar you are with the scandal that happened uh, in Blizzard, the, the sexual harassment the recent, scandal. The recent, yeah, recent within one. the last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a little bit. I mean, just what I, I've read. I read a couple articles. And, right. You know, I mean, they, they took a huge hit. And sure. They, I mean, they, they, didn't, they didn't seem like they really cared that much. That's no, I mean, they're still neck deep in it. The, the lawsuit's not over, even though Activision, I mean, Activision's got huge nests to swing around. They got the prosecuting lawyer fired. Um, that's a more recent development. But uh, anyway, in no way, shape, or form am I condoning or saying sexual harassment is okay. It's not. It's not okay in any way, shape, or form. In my personal opinion, if you're working for a company and you feel harassed, you should file a complaint with HR. If HR doesn't do shit about it, you either need a lawyer up or find a new job. Like that's just, and that's the reality of the world. There are going to be people out there that are pieces of shit. There are going to be people out there that take advantage of you. But there are also people that make um, exaggerated claims and try to ride the the uh, you know the suing suing a huge company bus to get money and recognition and internet clout. Uh, so um, yeah, that's that's that also I think plays a factor. So um, to anyone at Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, that was actually harassed that did actually you know experience these things uh my condolences and you should you should leave i know you're passionate about it and you probably already did leave but th that isn't even the beginning of the list of shady shit that activision blizzard has done uh before we get into wow itself and the design decisions that have gone awry i i, I want to touch on this because i know there's a lot of people uh in my discord and in chat that wanted me to touch on this about how quote unquote woke Activision Blizzard has become, which I think is hypocritical as fuck that they think they're woke. But uh, I, before I give my two cents, uh, Zol, I want yours in chat. I want yours as well. But, but before you do that, let me hurry and uh, um, get back to chat. Uh, Ram says, how is the truism you can't be all things to all people always forgotten? Because people are fucking stupid, Ram. And uh, if, if those who don't remember the past are doomed to repeat it. Um, and also one... One quick plug, uh, if you're watching the stream and you're, and you're enjoying it, please hit the like. I really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, it helps the, the, the streams get seen at this point because I'm, I'm giving YouTube a real fucking go here instead of Twitch because Twitch is oversaturated and it's quite frankly fucking hog shit. But um, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, the entire lawsuit is a cash grab by the California state. I, 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 I'm not surprised that that would be the case, Vile. They use diversity hires to stir up trouble and throw around allegations. I like that you talked about diversity hires here because uh, that's what we're getting into now. So, Zol, I'm, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on the woke culture that's not only infiltrated Blizzard, but has infiltrated pretty much every industry at this point, especially those entertainment that are based in California. So, I'm yeah, I'm curious what yeah, your my, thoughts are. My my thoughts are just a couple things. So, I I think the principle behind it, like the that people ultimately want like i do think it's important that you know we take a hard look at history and you know we just man up and say when hey we've screwed up or you know people people our ancestors or people have done things wrong and we need to fix it sure but i i have a hard time you talking about white guilt dude because i don't feel any of that yes i don't feel right, any of that 
but but that's the thing. I, I don't think you watch Attack on Titan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, Feeling guilty for your fucking <laughs> for your descendants' uh, mistakes is, is not your responsibility, brother. Exactly. Right. That, that's my thing. Like we just like, should acknowledge it and we should try to improve. But I don't. I just don't understand the concept of teaching people. Hey, you know, you're you know, you're privileged, and so therefore, right. you know, We need to teach you that we need to take that back. I, I think we just right. continue to look for ways that we can improve. You know, quality. Uh, sure. You know, no, nothing's ever going to be perfect, right? Sure. Nothing. We don't live in a utopia. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. That's right. uh, that. That's a that's a fool's that's a fool's dream and a fool's pursuit. Yeah. Um. Um. But also. Uh, but from a from a business standpoint, the only thing right. I was going to say is they're grabbing it because it's it's a hot topic right now. Right. Right. And so that they can grab that and hopefully avoid some of the focus on some of the other problems they have to deal with. I I think that's why they're. Okay, yeah, that, that that's fair, and I think you're right. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and read some chat here. Uh, Ram says, "Seeing the assorted perverts and freaks in the expansion reveal brought uh, reality of New Blizzard to focus." Uh, Vile says, "It's mandated by the U.S. government and all other Western governments. If companies don't comply, they'll get fined." And Tifa has been used to threaten companies uh, that stand their ground. Uh, you're right. Um, cancel culture is is definitely a factor here, and it's huge. Um, and uh, but I have a feeling it's going away soon. This is my personal opinion because, you know, I mean, shit's turning red at this point it, in the United States because it, it's, it's so, it it's so, it's, people are sick of this fucking shit. Don't, but, don't get me started, but that's history because as soon as the whole, like, world falls apart, that's what happens. You go liberal, the world falls apart, and like, you know what? We can't do this anymore, and then it goes red again. Yeah, it's not so sustainable. Um, so, all right, guys. So, I know you guys have been waiting for me to give, to give my two cents. Uh, uh, on this, so so I will. Um, now I'm a person who I absolutely like. I I think people should feel empathy for people. I think people should try to see see everyone everyone's points of view, everyone's perspective. Right. What I don't agree with is I don't agree to kowtowing. And I mean Blizzard. I've said this in a, in a million different videos, and I'm going to say this right now. Look me dead in the eyes, bitch. It's if you ever look to a corporation or a company as a moral compass, you're a fucking retard. <laughs> and, I, and I mean that in, in the nicest way possible. And now I know the word retard isn't you know, politically correct, but I'm going to say it anyway, because eat my ass. I'm going to, you know, this is just what it is. Uh, it's, it's so bad. Like you sh they, don't, they don't care about you. They don't care about your morals. They don't care about your values, because they don't have any of those. What they're actually interested in is your money. What's in your wallet is what they want. Um, and that's why speaking with your wallet has uh, definitely determined the direction WoW has gone now with Dragonflight. But I digress. Uh, what I'm going to say as far as this, uh, and this leads into what Vile said, what, what Ram said here, is that um, diverse, I'm interested in diversity of ideas. I'm, in, I'm interested in diversity of thought, uh, critical thinking skills, and uh, what do you bring to the table? I don't give a fuck what color your skin is. I don't give a fuck what is between your legs. I don't give a fuck what you stick your dick in, and I don't give a fuck what you jam in your muff, right? I don't give a shit about that. That's none of my business. I don't care what your sexual preferences are or what you identify as. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. What does that have to do with your job? Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's like, if I don't care what your pronouns are, because I mean, in some situations, I think there are some people whose pronouns I personally wish was, you know, past tense, like was, were, because they just don't need to fucking be here anymore. But uh, all jokes aside, like, 
are you qualified? Are you bringing good ideas to the table? Are you, I don't care what your gender is. I don't care what you like to have sex with or what your kinks are. It doesn't fucking matter to me. What I want to know is, are you passionate about gaming? Are you good at your job? Do you have good ideas? Uh, can you take criticism? And if all those things are true, the most qualified people under all circumstances should be hired. And with what Blizzard is doing right now with their, you know, their diversity hire person that they've they've brought in, which I, I get it. They have to create jobs for people that got a gender studies degree so they can pay off their quarter million dollars of debt for a worthless piece of shit degree. And this is coming from a guy who has a fucking bachelor's in fine arts, almost a master's in fine arts. OK, I have a pretty useless fucking degree, but that that I mean, theirs is way below mine. Right. Uh, and I get that that's what they're trying to do. Uh, but at the same time, you've got to look at the company as a whole. The company that is saying we want to hire more, you know, women, more people of color, whatever, they're virtue signaling like crazy because at the exact same time, they edit out black people. They edit out so many things in any product they release in China because, you know, China's racist as fuck and sexist as fuck. And so they're doing all that. And they're, they're literally like supporting sweatshops in third world and second world countries. They have no room to virtue signal or tell you what's morally right. They're, they're clearly dealing under the table. This is all for show. Everything you see about diversity at Blizzard or a big company like this is all virtue signaling. It's all for show. It's not serious. It's not real. It's a fucking smoke and mirrors show designed to appease the Twitter mob so they don't get canceled. That's, that's essentially what it is. And by the way, since I mentioned Twitter... Uh, I really fucking hope Elon Musk buys it and brings free speech back to it, so that all the liberals just fucking melt. But that's just uh, that's just me. I mean, because you know me, I'm I'm not a Republican. Uh, I'm not a Democrat. I'm I'm as libertarian as it fucking gets. I'm as middle of the road as it fucking gets. I lean right on stuff. I lean left on stuff. But th where the left's gone at this point is ridiculous. And, and I know Blizzard's trying to avoid getting canceled, getting fucking deleted on social media because unfortunately in this day and age social media is really important to a lot of companies image um so tldr don't look at blizzard or any other company for that matter as a moral compass because they're not one they're they're more corrupt than a fucking catholic priest that rapes little boys all right like it's just 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 forget that um what i care about is are people qualified are they good do they have diversity of thought uh do they are they passionate about what they do the most qualified person. In fact, if I had my way, I'd make it so every company, when they hire you, when you're in the hiring process, right? All interviews are done blind where they can't see your face. Uh, there should be no part of any document you fill out that says your race, your gender, or anything like that. And then that way, only the most qualified person gets hired. They don't know you're a dude, a white dude, or a, a black woman, or a transgender person, or any of those. They don't know you're any of those things until the day you show up for work. That that should be how a hiring process goes. If you want the best people that are going to do the best job and deserve the money, and again, Blizzard needs to pay their people appropriately. Uh, let's go to chat here for a bit for a minute. Merit is always important. Merit of ideas. I agree a hundred percent. I mean, Martin Luther King said it, man. Judge people by their character, not the the color of their skin. Uh, I wish that it was true. Modern corporations are interested in control. Money only uh, peruse is a proxy for control. I agree with that. Uh, they never actually cared. As I said, it's mandated by the government. The Chinese government simply mandates the opposite. Exactly. So they're just playing both sides. 100% playing both sides. And people need to recognize that and not pay it any attention. Right? What I care about is what their product is. Is it fun to play? Is it good? 
Are the ideas and the, the execution good? That's what I care about. Uh, race, gender, sexuality, sex, don't matter. Merit and qualifications matter. 100% agree, Bile. 100%. Okay, so I hit that topic. I'm not going to say any more about that. Uh, you know, everybody can have their own opinion. I'm fine. What I'm concerned with is what product are we receiving at the end of the day? Because at the end of the day, we're consumers of their products, right? So let's, I want to, and this is going to get a little juicy here, uh, Zol. Um, <laughs> what, and, and chat too. Again, any question I pose to Zol, feel free to chime in chat on, one, on what your thoughts are. Uh, what uh, do, you, do you think were poor design decisions made in World of Warcraft, and let's roughly say from Wrath onwards, that you feel negatively impacted the game as a whole? That's what I'm interested in. The biggest, the biggest things that you think impacted the game in a negative way. I think. Um, Let's do top three. Uh, top three. Top three things that you think impacted World of Warcraft in a negative way. I think uh, systems, unique systems. Um, it, it's it's interesting because some aspects I liked them. So when I, I would say unique systems that were more designed as a um, a tool to to save time. Right? Yeah. It's just trying to grab more and more of your time, but you didn't feel like it added any value to what you were doing. And right. It wasn't really necessary. It had nothing to do with the story. You're just like, okay, it's kind of cool at first, but then you're like, why am I spending all this time doing this? It's Can you give a specific time. example of something like that? Yeah, I mean, my biggest example, I think it was in Legion, but uh, I remember the first time I got this really cool legendary weapon, I was really excited about it first. I'm like, oh, this is great, and I enjoyed it. Oh, you mean in Legion? Like, yeah, and I was like, okay. oh, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I realized I'm like, why am I spending so much time? Like, it, it lost, it lost its impact. And then I had spent so many hours working on it, yeah. Only to be like, oh, next expansion. End of expansion. It was all fucking for nothing, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, and I'm like, it, it started to change my outlook a little bit on, you know, why I was playing some of the games because I think the challenge is for a lot of people that are like, uh, it depends on like there's like kind of personal but if you're someone that likes to achieve things sure you, you really, i mean really that's what games and mmos yeah. kind of dig down to at the end isn't it is that um yeah. it emulates success and climbing the ladder in real life and you feel accomplished and right. in a different uh, way right yeah yeah absolutely. and so it's when that's taken away you you feel like it's a big, huge fucking waste of your time um, yeah. I'm going to hit the chat here. Earl says, I worked in the gaming industry and all three companies failed because they went with their decisions and not with, not the people who play it. We're going to get to that topic in a minute here, Earl. So I stand by, man. We're going to get there. Uh, cash shop. Me says the cash shop. Borrow power systems that get thrown away with every expansion while the classes themselves feel incomplete without them. Yeah. And that's exactly what was all just hit on, but you went a little deeper there, Vile with, uh, yeah, like I definitely agree with the classes feel fucking powerless and useless without the borrowed system for that expansion. Um, for me, I think the biggest things over the course since Wrath onwards that I think vastly negative impact impacted the game. One, making both legendary and epic gear feel less valuable. Um, because like it got to the point where if you don't have epics, you ain't shit. Uh, like epics were the new blue, you know? And then... Uh, uh, and legendaries used to be something that were, were really rare and really hard to get, but really worth it once you did get it. And it's quite an accomplishment to 
hey, every expansion, you can wear two fucking legendaries. <laughs> it's fucking cool, right? Like, no, that's not cool. They're, they're, they're stupid now. Um, the cues. I think Group Finder was a huge fucking mistake. I think that uh, that completely eliminated one of the key elements in an MMO, which is social interaction with strangers. That got completely fucking borked. Just real quick on that, too. I think it also made it so... I felt like when the game first started, there was a real culture of... You did, you wanted to be good on your character. It sounds, may sound weird, but like you had a reputation on your character. Server right? reputation. Yeah. No, I know yeah, exactly what yeah. you're going to. And then and, with, with and then, uh, character name changes and transfers, that all went away. Yeah, all of a sudden, everyone just started being, mm-hmm. you know... Whatever yep. they wanted to be, there's no consequence. And that was a big Exactly. Problem. I mean, because I've said this a million times too in my videos. Uh, human beings, when given anonymity, especially on the internet, uh, <laughs> will be the biggest pieces of shit that they can. <laughs> By default. <laughs> the vast majority. 90% of them will behave as poorly as they ever wanted to. Uh, and that's the thing is servers used to have accountability, so you had a reputation. I'm, I'm sure, Zoe, you remember yeah. back when we used to play Assurance Call, man. If you were known as a fucking prick or an asshole or like a, you know, a ganker or whatever, that reputation followed you everywhere. And everybody knew who yeah. you were, and the only way to avoid it was to make a brand new character. Yeah, re-roll. Um, yeah, re-roll completely. <laughs> and so that was true in WoW, too, for a long time. And then uh, that, that completely got obliterated with... Uh, the amount of anonymity they attach with name changes and server transfers and, you know, all that monetized, monetized ways for Blizzard to make a little extra money. Uh, and it's, I believe that was very detrimental to the game. I 100% agree. Uh, let me get to chat here. It blows my mind that Uldar was never iterated. I'm not quite sure what you mean. You mean like redone? Also, talent tree removal. I'll agree with that, Mish. Uh, and we're going to get to that because the, the talent trees are coming back in uh, Dragonflight. Um, honor gear feels pointless in PvP now. In the past, honor gear was all you needed to play Battlegrounds. Arenas is what you needed purples for. Uh, I, I, what do you think of that comment, Zol? Because you're you're the biggest PvPer I know outside of Earl. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm really curious of what you what you think of that comment. Yeah, I think that's fair. Although I, to me, I personally, I think it was <laughs> nice just the balancing. I think I think the lack of balance is really hard for a lot of people. And mm. and look at the at the high ends. It's, it gets, to be fair, once you get up, up in the higher ends of PvP, it, it really doesn't matter as much. Like, the better player you know, will still do well. But there's definitely a ton of imbalances. And that was hard for a lot of people when all of a sudden you're like, I spent, again, I spent all this time right. on the character, and it's not, it's not very good. Right? And, and the systems <laughs> convolute that even more. All the systems they keep right. adding make the imbalance that much harder to achieve. Uh, yeah. And it's, yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, yeah, Wooly Ram well, says, uh, and, and back, in, uh, back in TBC, I was known as a godly healer so long as I was sober. Yeah, exactly. Like, you had a reputation, man. What were you going to say, Zil? I would say they also, when it comes to the PvP, is um, I did think, and, and they've gone back and forth in a, a lot of different expansions, but just allowing people the freedom to kind of do what they want. They had a lot of times where you kind of had a PvP and PvE. Do you know what I mean? Like, you were forced to have to do both to, to get certain gear. Right. You know, to be competitive. And sometimes and for you, a lot of people, that was you, frustrating. I mean, I can see that. I definitely, obviously, think I, I think PvE, like raid gear, belongs in raids. And, and, yeah. and, and uh, PvP gear belongs in PvP. I definitely think there should be a distinct advantage to both. Like, you shouldn't be able to walk into a raid in full PvP, like the best PvP gear, and beat someone who's in average raid gear. Uh, but at right. the same time, you should still be able to 
do your job. Um, yeah. And the same thing, vice versa. You should be able to be somewhat successful in PvE gear and PvP, but obviously you want to get the PvP gear because it's going to give you a, a, a larger advantage. Um, so a little bit of bleed into each other, PvE, PvP, I think is good for a game. Too much is bad, not at all is bad. Um, so let, let me get a chat here. Uh, gear level disparity, eye level disparity is also way too large. You know, I think one of the biggest mistakes they ever made too, Vial, on this topic is, is giving us access to item levels on gear. We should never know what the item level is. We should be comparing stats and what we want, in my opinion. I think that was, that was more intuitive. I'm fine with rated players having an edge, rated players having an edge, but now it's too large. Yeah, I agree with that. What were you going to say, Zol? I was going to say with the... I think it, it all it connects a little bit back to reputation, but it was interesting once that number started popping up. It's like it it's you became a number rather than again people's ability to play or reputation. It took it completely took it away. Right? Yeah, like right. there were some good things and some bad things. Like at least you had some idea. Okay, this person has the the gear to potentially handle this fight, but or they have the confidence, right? I, I, don't, right. I don't know. I'll have to see. But that was hard. I remember like. It became more difficult again, even in you know, to find that social grouping, right? So right. Again, that reputation wasn't needed anymore. It's like, oh, we just want someone that has item level that's above the necessary. Yeah, and that's all it became, and and then yeah. people people like wouldn't even let you in, regardless of your skill, because of what item level you were right. at, which is is horseshit. Right. But uh, right. the, you brought up something interesting there, which is uh, we talked about you know the two the two sides bleeding into each other, and I, and I think what it is is most game developers are. F- fucking terrified of anyone in their game ever having a negative experience of any kind which is stupid as shit to be worried about if i was a game developer and i got a fucking like and i made an mmo and someone's like dude this isn't fair you know like uh i don't i don't like i'm having trouble with this raid or i i can't get into this group i'd be like get good bitch this ain't your game. This ain't your game, dude, because like I, we're not here to hold your hand. You know, you get dropped in the world and you got to make something yourself, just like in real life. Like negative experiences in any situation where there's a social aspect. Um, I yeah, get I, it's going to happen no matter what. You can't, you can't prevent it. I get developers that are making single player games going, oh, I don't, I, we want to like cut back on as many negative things as we can. That's why they bug test, you know, and, and quality control. But in an if if the negative experiences people have in your game in an MMO fucking RPG are because of other people, that's not the developer's problem to solve. That's human fucking nature. That's how shit goes. That's real don't life. That don't play with them. Block them. <laughs> Mute yeah. them. Yeah. Don't play with them. Uh, I, just just I step the fuck out. Yeah, step the fuck away. Yeah. Stop being a pussy and just you know like. Get good, scrub is the best way you could put it. Best advice I can give you. Um, what's up, Mike? Hump? Uh, Dragon, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, I used to enjoy BGs as a resto druid, mostly to give a headache to horde tryhards. That's that's good. That's good. Uh, what's up, Frey? Uh, go There's ahead. A much go ahead. Bigger sense of accomplishment too. Oh yeah, right? like, absolutely. Overcoming like, something and uh, yeah, yeah. If, if you try to kill everyone, you may get a lot of people that are happy, but right. not for long. Because they'll be like, right. uh, well, again, I, mean, I, I, I think that's that what happened when Blizzard had the obsession, both when left wing politics infiltrated, you know, their design decisions, and also that uh, they were trying to get every single gamer from every single genre to be interested in World of Warcraft, which again, you can't do. You, you can't do that. If you appeal to everyone, you appeal to no one all at the same time. Yeah. Um, 
And part of being in an MMO, dude, is there are going to be fucking assholes out there. They're going to be pricks, and you just got to you know take it on the chin and move forward. Uh, you developers can't fix that, and any attempt is only going to make the game worse. Um, game developers should be. Uh, this is Ram. He says game developers should be scared of gamers getting bored in their game. I agree. Yes. Uh, but negative emotions are part of human condition. Not to harp on the current game, uh, but Elden Ring is a perfect example. I agree with that. I agree with that. Remember the days when people solved their own problems? Right, Vile? Right? Yeah. <laughs> remember the days when people weren't giant fucking pussies? I remember that. You know, Petra's farm fucking remembers. Um, all right. So we've talked about some of the bad decisions. And I think one of the biggest mistakes, again, like homogenization is terrible. All classes should feel very different. Um, everything should feel different to play and unique in its own way. Obviously, there's going to be some overlap, especially like, you know, with roles. So there are going to be some similarities between tanks, similarities between healers and DPS. But ultimately, everything should feel like you identify with it and want to play that. And overall, I mean, Blizzard definitely has homogenized the shit out of their game. But I still think I did, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Compared to some games, I still think that uh, WoW has more diversity in terms of uh, um, how a class plays to feel than most other MMOs. Um, yeah, it's still that way. And with 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 uh, excuse me, bump the mic. Uh, with Dragonflight, we're going to see more of that. Um, now, what we're going to do here, real quick. Is I'm going to step away to pee, but I'm going to go a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about, so chat, have your, your thoughts gathered for um, what the current, and, and I'm going from, let's say, not Cataclysm, uh, from Legion until now, the expansion cycle, what I call the expansion cycle of feedback turned into bullshit. Uh and we're going to talk about that next. So uh, stand by, Zol, and I'll be back in like two minutes. All right. Sounds good.
All right, we're back. You there, Zol? Yep. All right, here. we're back. Okay, so we definitely had uh, there's this cycle that's been happening in expansions of borrowed power, right? And you 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 touched briefly on it. Uh, hold on, let me hit chat real quick. I'm still having fun with Lost Ark. It's new and creative. I I agree that it's the it's the best created MMO I played. Uh, Earl, but it, again, that's not saying much. I mean, the gameplay is really good. But the game is very, very pay to win, and that's annoying as fuck to me. Um, Ram says, personally speaking, I've never given New Blizzard a single shekel. They are a parasite wearing the skin of a once beloved pet. I mean, I, I can't disagree with you there. Uh, you got to decide where you spend your money. Blizzard talks a good game when presenting a new expansion. That's true. Let some of my friends in my FC try it. Uh, I mean, that, that's fair. Uh, so. What we saw with Legion, um, first off, my, my, my first complaint when, I, when a Legion was announced, because I thought the artifact weapons were cool, but at the same time, I was like, wait a minute. If, for example, if every paladin in the game has Ashbringer, then Ashbringer is now fucking useless. It's worthless. There, yeah. there's, there's, nothing, there's, no, there's nothing special about it anymore. And so th I, I thought the artifact weapon could have been incorporated. You could have still had the exact same trees, but you should be able to apply it to any weapon. You shouldn't have had a legendary weapon because that totally goes against lore and totally get, goes against everything, right? Storytelling be damned. But we saw this system of every expansion. So we're talking Legion, um, Battle for Azeroth, and then now Shadowlands that had these stupid up-their-own-ass like systems that just completely fucked the game up and the systems were so bad that every patch after launch was trying to fix the systems and what made it so infuriating was we knew that at the end of the expansion that system would be irrelevant but even more so we knew that the uh all the feedback all the things they were fixing was giving given in pre-launch in alpha in beta and blizzard didn't fucking listen and at the end of every expansion yeah well you know we thought it was uh we learned our lesson guys like we learned some things from that okay ian shut the fuck up like for real dude you didn't learn shit and it's taken till now where wow is currently sitting at probably a million or less active subs um for them to finally go Oh fuck! Uh, we should probably best fix something. We should probably do what the players have been telling us to do for the last fucking forever. You know, we should probably bring. And then they saw how successful Classic was at BC Classic, and so for uh, Dragonflight, we're getting back talent trees but new and improved talent trees like they were in vanilla wrath and burning crusade have you seen those screenshots Zol? have people in chat what do you guys think of the new talent trees i just played path of exile there's nothing wrong with that dragon i remember yeah, calling I you raz when i got my legendary bow out of karazan i remember that too i remember that too earl that was that was sick dude yeah i remember that I haven't seen it specifically. I mean, I just know that they're back, which is great. Yeah, they're, they're bringing back. Close. So how they're doing it this time around is you get your class talent tree, right? So like, mm -hmm. uh, I, I play Death Knight when I play WoW, and obviously, so I'll have like a basic Death Knight talent tree. And then the, you have a second talent tree 
for whatever spec you are. So if I was blood, there's another talent tree for that. And you can't get all the talents like you could with the Legion artifacts. You know, you can't eventually get them all. You have to choose. And some of them are passive and just give percent increases like the old talent tree does. And some of them are actually abilities. Um, and you and you get to pick. And they said very, very plainly, tier sets are still here. They're not going away. And uh, we're also getting uh, the... Um, all the like fluff spells that are just for fun. So for example, like Corpse Explosion for Death Knight or uh, what's another one? Like Eyes of the Beast for Hunters. Uh, they're not going to be on the talent trees. Everyone just gets those. The fluff abilities that don't make you better. You know? Mm -hmm. uh, so they're doing all that. And uh, which, I mean, it, it's, it's a forced step in the right direction. They said they're done with Borrowed Power. There's no more. So uh -huh. it only took them six years to figure it out. And like <laughs> mountains of feedback that were, were ignored. And again, this just shows that talking with your wallet gets shit done. Because, yeah, a lot better than just typing. Yeah, yep. a lot better than typing rage posts on a forum or having interviews with the developer. I mean, Preach fucking had... Preach is one of the one of the bigger WoW content creators forever, and he had a straight-up direct conversation with... Like, like, telling Ian before Shadowlands, dude, tying player power to a covenant is bad. This is a bad idea. Don't fucking do it. Trust me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. You're gonna regret it. Don't. And they're like, nah, we'll just... We'll just do it, and we think we're right. And then, of course, it blew up in their fucking face. And so now they're, it's, it's, it seems Blizzard won't do anything unless they think it's their idea, but at this point they're forced to because, uh, shareholder, shareholders ain't happy. And you've also got to keep in mind, and I know there are people out there that think, oh, Microsoft is responsible, will be responsible for WoW getting better, dude. If WoW gets better because of Microsoft, which TLDR it won't, um, it's going to be six, seven years down the line. Uh, let me get to chat here real quick. Um, also, I just don't get those feelings anymore. I get you, man. I get you. Meanwhile, all their MMOs have grown in numbers. Guild Wars 2 has doubled its player base in the last three years. Good for them, man. Because when Guild Wars 2 released, it was a bad game, in my opinion. Like, the gameplay was good, but it had no end game. And I'm, I'm glad they're doing well. Uh, Overwatch and Legion injected a hopium right into the card road already, but it was a blip on the radar. Any <laughs> ideas why New Blizzard has a sudden swell of comp... Uh, competence at that time well to be fair legion was a good expansion despite all the problems that legendaries and artifact weapons brought legion was a above average expansion battle for azeroth was a cock in the ass uh and shadowlands was an aids field cock in the ass <laughs> so yeah lesson learned developers don't tie player power to things you plan on removing in a year or two don't do that it's bad okay um the ptr for shadowlands is full of criticism blizzard ignored it yeah 100 percent. they 100 percent ignored it uh and that's not getting into 14 uh what do you mean dragon um getting into 14 uh i don't play final fantasy 14 anymore and i'm gonna do a whole another stream on why because I feel it deserves one, because the vast majority of my YouTube following was made off Final Fantasy XIV. I think Final Fantasy XIV is a good game, uh, but 
Let me put it this way. Final Fantasy XIV is a good video game. Final Fantasy XIV is a shit MMO. And, I'll, and I, that's all I'm going to say about it on this stream. And I'll, and I'll say why um, in, the, in another stream. Uh, Panda Lama is my favorite PvP expansion, not PvE. Dude, uh, Earl, Panda, Mr. Pandaria had great raids, but uh, some of the best raids. The story was shit. Uh, pandas are dog shit. But I get why you feel that way, because, yeah, Mr. Pandaria had the most balanced PvP WoW ever had. By a long shot. Um, no, no other expansion even compares to the balance level for PvP. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, so we talked about... I want to get into some more details about Dragonflight and how they've broken... Uh, allegedly, we don't know for sure, because obviously Dragonflight's not out yet. Uh, and won't be out probably till 2023, but how, uh... They've broken the cycle of borrowed power systems, uh, ignoring feedback, and just fucking ruining their game. Um, because I, I've said many times, because so many MMOs have come and gone where everyone was like, oh, dude, this is going to kill WoW. This is the WoW killer right here. I'm like, no, dude, you know what's going to kill WoW? WoW. So. <laughs> yeah, WoW is going to kill WoW. Uh, Legion's greatest strength was the order hall. I, I I thought the order hall and the the the, the class specific quest lines were fantastic. Um, Panda deserved the sword. Well, just like Final Fantasy fourteen had me level all the jobs. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's why that's why I said again that Final Fantasy fourteen is a uh, it's a great game, but it's a shitty MMORPG, and I'll, and I'll get into that more later. Um, now, something that I'm going to get into here about the talent tree, Zol, and I definitely want your thoughts on this is. I think one of the biggest things that have been missing from MMOs, and it's something I didn't fully realize until I played Dark Souls 3 and Elden Ring, uh, is the truest and most pure core element of any RPG, not just MMORPG, but RPG, which is character customization. Uh, doing something that you want to do and making the best of it that you can uh fuck the meta you know like don't conform to meta like make your character your own and the game makes it possible so that you can succeed even if you're not the most optimized thing ever um and elden ring and dark souls 3 really show that you build a character you feel that progression every level you feel that progression when you find a new weapon you felt and, and that was true in vanilla wow burning crusade wrath of the lich king uh it was true in assurance call dark age of camelot uh, you you felt these things, you felt that progression, and that's what RPGs are all about. Even in the old 2D Final Fantasy games, you get new armor and level up, you would feel the difference in power. And nowadays, MMOs are like, oh, every fucking zone is synced to your level, so you never feel stronger. Or, you know, like, you can't outgear things in most stuff, or they, they level balance you, and it's that way everyone's on equal playing field, and it's like, man, fuck you. The, the the barrier to entry for an, an RPG is the price you pay, right? So, if you buy a game, everyone has to pay the same price up front. From then on, it's how much time you invest. That's how it should be. I don't give a fuck. Like again, if I was a game developer and I got a complaint that hey, I'm not, I can't compete against this guy in PvP, or I, I can't do this raid because I have kids and a family. I don't have time to, you know, be as strong as those people. 
instead of providing content in the game to like boost them up and give them like put them on a level playing field i would tell that person to eat shit i'd be like this ain't your game bruh like you, you, you can't can do anything yeah. you want to do but you can't yeah. do everything you right. can you can literally spend as much time or as little time as you want in this game but you can't expect to be as strong as someone who plays this game 10 hours a day when you play one hour a week like i'm sorry that's just fucking reality to me that's like you know me complaining hey man i go into my boss at work hey man my friend has a job he's a fucking chemical engineer and he's making like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year but i'm only getting paid 50 grand and uh I don't think that's fair. Uh, we both went to the same school. I should get the same pay. Like that guy would tell me to fucking eat my dick back from the back, and rightfully so. Like that's this fucking entitlement that people feel. Like I don't. If someone kicks my ass in a game because they play ten hours a day and have way better shit than me, I can I can accept that. <laughs> that's fine. You know, but this this mentality people have. So I'm curious what your thoughts in chat, what your thoughts are on this this phenomenon of of uh, everyone needs to be on an equal ground all the time and all the content, which I think is absolutely fucking cancer. But uh, I, I'm interested in what you guys think. You go, you go first. Equal opportunity. Um, yes. That's all. Yes, it, I'm everyone has right. equal opportunity to do the same stuff. Exactly. Uh, I'm all for and this applies to real life too. I'm all for equality of uh equality of opportunity. I'm absolutely one hundred and ten thousand percent opposed to equality of outcome. Yep. That's that's bullshit. Yep. Yeah. That's just that's not the real world we live in. All right. Oh, hi, Matthew. Thanks for stopping by, buddy. Um, uh, Romagus, skill is better than time invested. Oh, they, they kind of coincide, though, Romagus, because how skilled you are at something takes time, right? To get super skilled at something, you've got to spend time practicing. Uh, skill is not a given. Uh, and that's the thing is, I think there should be two time sinks in an MMORPG. Skill, how much time you spend learning your class and how, how much time you spend being the best at it, learning where you're fucking up and fixing those mistakes, but also the time invested in getting the gear that will complement your skill. There, there should be both. You know, there, obviously, I think if someone has like... Gear shouldn't be everything where someone can just raffle stomp somebody because he's, you know, 100 item levels higher. Uh... But at the same time, gear has got to matter. Uh, I shifted between three builds in Elden Ring, sword and board for early game. That's not a bad armored faith caster mid game. Two great swords for end game. Nice, nice, nice. Profitability uh, to the company is greater than time with the company. Oh, it's true. That's how companies see, see things for sure. In PvP, I do think skills should matter most. I agree with that. But uh, Custom, uh, hold on, but customization in builds, customization, sorry, I, there was a U there instead of an O. Customization in builds, stats, and gear, set bonuses should be encouraged. Yeah, I think gear should matter, but it shouldn't be the deciding factor. Um, how? Here's how I think it should go. Here's the equation. Let's say there are two players fighting each other, right? And they're equally skilled. They're equally as good. They, they, none of them make mistakes ever. They're perfect players. They're constantly fighting. In that situation... The person who has better gear should win. Um, but it shouldn't be impossible for someone more skilled with less gear 
to beat someone less skilled with more gear, right? And I get that that's a delicate balance and it's hard to reach, but overall, it's something that that's perfect balance will never be achieved, nor do I think you guys want it to because that game would be boring. But we need shit to be balanced in a way that time investment is the key factor in an MMORPG. Whether that be because it makes you more skilled, because the game is more complex, you know, your, your rotation is more complex, or because the best items in the game that will give you an advantage take a lot of time and dedication to get. What are your thoughts on that, Zolan Chat? Yeah, I think, I definitely think that both of those things have a sense of reward, right? So right. if you invest the time and you have good skill and it pays off and what you're able to accomplish, then, right. then you feel it's a value. Right? Like, I agree. Hey, putting my time, and otherwise you're like, "Why am I doing this?" Right. Like, no, 100. percent There has to be the reward. Mm-hmm. There has to be the payoff. Um, and the the thing is, is there's a lot of people. Uh, I mean, for me personally, like if I play a game with PvP, right, and I don't get pissed very easily if someone kills me, and I can see they just straight up outplayed me, right? Like if they outplayed me fair and square, I'm like, "Shit, I need to get better." Uh. Now, if someone just crushes me because of some broken, imbalanced ability or because their gear is 20 item levels higher than mine, that pisses me off, and that's a game design flaw. But, uh, yeah, in PvP especially, skill should matter the most, but gear shouldn't be irrelevant. And to Romagus's point, um, some people do get skilled faster than other people. Some people learn quicker than others. And you know what? That's okay, because that's real fucking life. That's how real fucking life works. Um, There are people who work their ass off and have to work 10 times harder than somebody else to get to the same place because they just don't learn as fast. But that just means you got to push a bit harder, man. That means you just got to, you got to, you know. you can still get there. Yeah, you can still get there. You got to believe in yourself. You got to, you know, don't tuck your cock between your legs and pull it out and show the world what you're made of, man. Um... Or, or just make the grind fun, not pay to win. I agree with that, Matthew, 100%. Shadowland grind suck? Yeah, it's stupid. Um, the grind has to mean something. Um, and I know there's a lot of people in this chat that are younger than like me and Zol here. Um, we're going on... Shit, dude, you're 40 this year. I'm going to be 40, dude. Yeah, you're going to be 40 this year. I'm going to be 40 next year. Um, so... Grinds can be fun. I mean, I'm sure you remember grinding Greater Shadow Armor and Assurance Call. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, grinding is never going to be the most engaging and fun activity ever. There are ways to make it more fun. Um, I don't think just filling up bars is a way to do it, which is what WoW's done for a long time with like reputation grinding and stuff like that. Especially, and you know what? This actually just occurred to me as I said this. You know what I think the biggest problem is? with grinding in modern games and chat feel free to disagree or agree with me here you know i think it's the biggest problem with any kind of grinding in an mmo today is that it's time gated yeah that's what makes it feel so bad is i can only grind x amount per day and i feel i have to because if i skip a day or a week i'm behind as opposed to, oh, I didn't play today, that's okay. I'll just grind four hours tomorrow instead of two. 
But no, every day has some kind of roadblock, some kind of limit at how much XP or item or area you can explore per day. That's fucking stupid. In an MMORPG, just like in real life, you should be able to grind for what you want as hard as you want for as long as you want every fucking day. That's time investment. And if you choose to use your time that way, that should be your choice. The games shouldn't tell you how much you can play a certain thing or get rewards for a certain activity per day or shit. Let's take it a step further, even per week. That should be up to the player to decide if they want to do it. And then people will come with the counter argument. Well, then the people that have tons of time, tons and tons of time will be stronger than the people who don't have a lot of time. Yeah, Too fucking no bad. That's life. <laughs> That's just how it is. Like, if, if you don't want to invest that much time, let's say you have a family, you know, a busy job, that's fine. That's more important to you. Go do those things. That's okay. No one's judging you. Like, that's okay. Who cares if you're not as strong in a video game? But if someone chooses to fucking play the video game that much and get that strong, that's their fucking choice. The developer shouldn't be limiting that so it's fair. Like, that sounds like a tyrannical government <clears throat> in the United States uh, to me. Uh, let's Let's see what people say here. Do you two think that the current WoW devs have the chops to copy and polish systems or features from other MMOs? I mean, Ram, stealing shit from other MMOs doesn't take chops, man. It's easy. Uh, I just want less gear disparity in PvP. Bring the top and low end a bit closer. I'd agree with that. Ceilings in the floor. The ceiling in the floor needs to be a bit closer. I agree with that. Um... Why make the comparison between MMOs and real life? Real life sucks and most people are attracted to MMOs because of this reason. That That's fair. Uh, MMORPGs are mostly filled with neats because they have free time. That's fair too. The reason why I compare it to real life though, um, <laughs> your name by the way, my cum dump, nice. Uh, the reason why I, I bring it up is because that's how MMOs were initially designed because that's they were based off D&D &D and that's how D&D &D was designed. You had to make decisions that had consequences, right? Time investment mattered. So um, that's what got people addicted to the genre in the first place because it emulates real life. And in real life, you get dopamine hits and you from success, you get a rush and you get positive feelings from accomplishing something. And that's what MMOs used to do. But when they limit you to you can only get this good per day, in my opinion, that's that's fucking their own game. And in a way, it shows a lack of confidence in their own design. You know what I mean? It shows a lack of confidence in like uh, the, the, the game's ability to retain people. Um, let me get back to chat here. Sorry, Zol. I'm really interested in your thoughts on that. But... Uh, you're talking like I'm speaking against it. I'm saying it's a good development to create a game that rewards skill over playtime. Well, and see, no, Romagus, what I'm saying is I think it's good to reward skill, um, but I think it's more important to reward playtime if the playtime is invested properly, if the playtime is invested in a way that makes you stronger. Obviously, if you just log in every day and stand there AFK and decorate your player housing yeah you shouldn't get an advantage over someone just because you were in the game longer but it depends on how you spend your time time gating should go grind all day if you want to i agree vile 100 percent or pan what's up uh gave up on mmo because of those special limited events like fortnite not gonna go insane because i missed one event because i have a job yeah and that again like lord said that that, that ties into what i just said 
if if grinding was unlimited, if there were no time gates or day, you know, hourly gates to what you can do, if you miss a day or two, it wouldn't matter. If you wanted to put in that time later, you can. You know, you don't your your ability to do things doesn't expire every twenty four hours. Um, skilled Dark Souls players can do naked runs. From what I've heard, Elden Ring is similar. Both games have well balanced gear, level system, but completely circumvented with skill. No, I agree, Romagus. That's what I'm saying though. Is that skill though that they had? They weren't born with it. They didn't. I, I guarantee you, all those people that are running Dark Souls three and Elden Ring naked and never getting hit and beating the game in you know a half hour, uh, with the first hundred times they played the game got the shit kicked out of them guarantee that they struggled really hard at the beginning but they put in the time to get that good that's the point bring back assurance call uh, dude if they remade assurance call with modern graphics i you would never see me again um that's an interesting thought experiment what would an mmo not focused on fairness look like uh you don't have to have a thought experiment about that ram just look at every mmo made from 1998 to 2006. There you go, man. That that answers your question, Ram. That's that's what you would find. Giga Chad players, yeah. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on what we just talked about, Zola? I'm interested in what you think about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've kind of heard all the different comments, and I would say that I do think that. You need to give people the flexibility that if they want to invest their time, they can do it. They have complete flexibility on when they invest their time and how they invest it. So if they miss something, they can just do it at a different time. Right. And then I think that on the grinding aspect, personally, I think the other thing that will makes it more fun is just when they can put an element of skill in the grind as well. Like I really hate picking up a rock and taking it from one side. Yeah, to the other. mindless grind is stupid. But like. I hate it. I think a good example is remember in Assurance Callwood, you and I used to uh, farm the coral golems on the <laughs> island. Uh, you, yeah. could, you couldn't just go up and fight those. Like you had to fucking have skill, and you had to have invested the right experience points to be able to kill those things. But once you did, and you had it down, you had their spawn patterns down. You you got a high reward for doing that. Yeah. Uh, but you, not anyone could just walk up and do it. Like you couldn't mindlessly go AFK and do that. Uh, which is what they need. Um, Elden Ring has reached the state of meme runs with the guy using only butt slam or ram roll or fist weapons. This game is going to provide content to meme to speedrunners. Oh, I 100% know ram. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't even play Elden Ring and she's always showing me Elden Ring memes because she knows I play it and they all, we, we both laugh at them. She just thinks the physical body's dying physics are funny. But she'll show those to me all the time. And it's 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 a good laugh, um, but so with another question, I want to present to you, Zol, um, uh, because as what we know about Dragon Isles, the biggest thing, the biggest things obviously are the um, the talents are coming back. We know that uh, PvP gear is is becoming as relevant. They're they're iterating even more on how PvP works, like it did in Shadowlands, where they brought back gear. They're doing that. We know tier sets are here to stay again. Thank God. Why they deleted that makes my fucking brain have a tumor. I don't know why they even thought that was a good idea. But we, we know tier sets are staying. We know that um, flying, you get right out of the gate, but you get your own customizable dragon mount that levels up with you, and you can you know change and alter 
and it's going to be the main source of flying travel on the Dragon Isles. We know there's no one big bad guy like all the last three expansions had, which all turned out to be farts in the wind, right? I mean, because we had like, we found out in the last, I only watched the cinematic, I didn't play the final raid in Shadowlands, but that Arthas is just like a fart. Like literally they're like, dude, that's Arthas' soul, he's just a fart. Like what a what a way to fucking go, you know, when you're like the lead fucking protagonist in Warcraft 3, then the lead villain in Warcraft 3's expansion, then the best villain ever that ever was put into World of Warcraft, and now it's like, he's a fart. He's just a little piece of smoke that fades away. <laughs> like, oh my god. I mean, Blizzard can't, dude. Blizzard cannot these days. Ever since, ever since Diablo 3, Blizzard cannot fucking tell a story. They can't organize their thoughts into a coherent story. I mean, like I said... Blizzard couldn't organize a rape in a prison shower. You know what I mean? Like, they just can't... They can't do it. They just... So I've, I've completely... I don't give a shit about WoW's story. Nothing can make me give a shit at this point. All I care... Because, let's, let's be honest. Classic WoW, vanilla WoW had no story. Burning Crusade didn't really have a story. Wrath was the first and only time that Blizzard had a story that was good. Uh, so... Um... I don't care about WoW's story. I don't play WoW. I never played WoW for its story. I'm sure you didn't either. No. 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 But, um, so, we know that the story isn't a huge pivotal thing. It's just, hey, dragon flights. Hey, adventure. Hey, you know. We know that for Mythic Plus, they're bringing back dungeons from old expansions to put them in Mythic Plus mode. So there's that. I'm curious what your thoughts are on what we know so far about Dragonflight and chat yours as well. Yeah, I, I, I think it sounds interesting. I'm always optimistic. I, I'm just optimistic by nature. That's going to get you killed someday, dude. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm hoping that... You know, That's a hot take, Pan. They're going to do yeah. yeah. The Last of Us and Uncharted series are overrated. That's a hot take, Pan. I would say The Last of Us 1 was amazing. Uh, 2 I didn't even play because fuck that woke shit. And... Um, uh, I never played Uncharted. Never played a single Uncharted game, so I have no comment. The only thing I needed in Elden Ring was two katanas and bloodshed. Man, are you one of those rivers of blood players, dude? You fucking simp. Uh, War mode was a brilliant flash in the dark. A shame current uh, servers fall over and hyperventilate. There's more than 30 players. Yeah, that's that's something else, man. Blizzard needs to fix that shit. You remember how laggy... What was that zone that released in 9-1 in Shadowlands? I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Corthia. Yeah, we, we were all war mode. I had to turn war mode up because it was so fucking laggy. But it's so bad. It, is it was so bad. Like, how is that an like, issue, man? It's like a prison. That's supposed to uncharted <laughs> suck. New Blizzard's contempt for the legacy of Blizzard and Blizzard North is disgusting. I'd agree with that. Um, so, like I said, though, I'm never going to say never. It's... Uh, Blizzard really has to win me over if they want me to play WoW again. I mean, if if the game is fun, whatever internal political politics and bullshit are going on in that company, I don't care because I can't change those. If the game is fun, I'll play it. If it's not and it's a slog and it's fucking stupid, then I'm not going to play it. We'll just talk about it. Right. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about it. Let's talk shit on the internet. But like... uh like, again, tying back into Final Fantasy XIV, and again, I'm going to do a whole stream on this, but uh, Final Fantasy XIV, the main reason I don't play the game is not because of any internal politics in, in Square Enix. They're not woke like that. It's not because of 
any of this other shit. The game is good. It's because for what I wanted of MMORPG, it does not provide me. It, 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 when, as far as MMORPGs and RPGs in general, which has the core element of progression, feeling stronger, time investment is rewarded, it doesn't provide that. It sucks at that. Um, Metal Gear Rising, you senile old man. <laughs> I'm Jetstream Sam. <laughs> Metal Gear Rising, dude. Fuck. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Don't get me started on the Metal Gear Solid series, man. Metal Gear series. Uh, I mean, they even had a Q&A. I think I have it still. Hold on. Uh, they had a Q&A for uh, about the talent trees. Let me, let me see if I can find it. Um, they had a Q&A about the talent trees, which I thought was, was great. Oh my god, wait. They just released another one, like right as the stream started. Design goals and lessons learned. Dude, don't go there. Lessons <laughs> learned. Man, shut the fuck up. Uh, so, Dragonflight Talent Revamp FAQ. We're going to go through this real quick, now that we're nearing the end of this stream. We're going to go through this. Um, when do talents become available? Talent system becomes available at level 10, and when you choose your specialization for your class, uh, for the Evoker, the new class, which, by the way, I don't really give a shit about. I won't play it. Uh, they're starting at a higher level talent tree, more available at, another, uh, at the starting experience. How many talent points do you get? Talent points are obtained by gaining character levels. You gain one point per level, alternating between talent point for your class tree and your spec tree. In the pre-patch at level 60, you'll have a total of 51 talent points to spend, 26 class, 25 spec. When you reach the maximum level of 70 in Dragonflight, you'll have 61 total talent points to spend, 31 class, 30 spec. Can I get all the talents in the class and spec tree? No, you will not be able to obtain every talent in these trees. Similar to the current system, max level builds will have to make decisions about what to include and exclude. Can I spend points in a spec tree that is different from my current spec? No, you will not be able to spend points in a tree different from your own. You put points into restoration druid tree, you swap to balance druid, the effects in the restoration tree will no longer apply to you. How does spending points in the talent tree work? So again, you just... You go down and some you have to spend a certain amount, like the old talent tree system in Vanilla WoW, where you spent points but you couldn't get into the next one until you spent a certain amount of points. You remember that? Yeah. Um so there's different shapes in the talent tree window this time. Squares are active abilities, circles are passives, octagons are choice nodes where you pick one of multiple options. You can't pick more than one. Uh what are those talents with a small row on the side? So they're still obviously innovating on this and it's not anywhere near complete, which is why I'm telling people you're not gonna see Dragonflight till 2023. They're too they're way this is way in development. Um there are gonna be some talents that have multiple ranks, so you can put multiple points in. Um there will be a very few talents that are available in all specs. Uh most of them are current or existing abilities in the game but some of them are new let's see i'm only gonna hit the important questions here that's how you get your interrupts and stuff like that 
and they're aware that the right now in the current iteration the talent tree looks complex but you know what i'm all fucking about that they're still going to have the pvp talent trees as a separate thing but only activate pvp combat so yeah so it's definitely i mean let me, let me put it this way it can't get worse so bring on the fucking complex talent trees man <laughs> Uh, I won't pre-order Dragonflight, neither will I. I'll wait to see how it turns out. That's a, that's a good play. I'll do the same. Final Fantasy XIV is facing his Wrath of Lich King watershed moment. Either Yoshi-san will pull it up and out, or it's downhill from here. Um, I think Final Fantasy XIV, again, and I don't want to go into that too much here, but I think it's... Uh, it's it, it, it made the mistake of sticking to the same thing too long. Especially in terms of endgame design. Um, watch it live. Let's bathe in the cancer. Uh, not familiar with WoW. Can you see the future of the talent tree in game, or is it something you have to uh, research outside of the game before being able to make informed choice? I mean, in this day and age, Romagus, in the age of the internet, it's going to be both. There's obviously going to be a meta and a cookie cutter thing that's going to happen. It was like that way in vanilla WoW when the talent trees were existed back then. However, let me give you guys a side by side comparison here. Um, so, I will show you. Let me pull it up real quick. So, in Vanilla WoW, um, let me make this big. Zoom in, bitch. What's going on? There we go. That's a big one. So, in uh, Vanilla WoW, right? These are like, this was a typical talent tree right here. So this was the talent trees in Vanilla WoW, where you would pick something and, and go down. But you had access to all three specs, which obviously it's easy to cookie cutter that. Um, then you look at what they're doing with Dragonflight. And this is, this is the, the thing in Dragonflight here where just for being like a druid or just for being like a death knight you have this talent tree which you can spend by the time you meet max level 31 points total in and then you have an extra 30 points at max level to put in your spec your specific so this gets way more specific so it's it's quite you see the difference between the two here is quite big Right. Um, I can see why this got retired because keep continuously adding more to this got to be a pain in the ass. But I'm all for character customization, man. I'm all for making you feel like unique, um, giving you choices. But again, metas are always going to exist. There's always going to be a cookie cutter, the best mathematically. And the thing that a lot of people don't understand is the best mathematically in games like this, um, usually only ends up being between 1% and 5%. But because some streamer or YouTuber Jagoff fucking said it's the best, people are going to do it. Uh, so, disparities of 1% to 5%, I don't care. Play what's fun, right? But obviously don't pick something that's going to fucking gimp yourself by 30%. If something's <laughs> gimping you by 20 to 30%, the developers need to fix that fucking talent. Um, yeah. I'll say it again. 
where is the Activist payment for stealing your idea? <laughs> I know I had this idea. I said <laughs> it. I said it in a fucking video like a year ago, two years ago. I don't know. Most of Blizzard's ideas they get from from content creators, and then they say it's their own. That's that's just how it is. I don't give a shit. I don't want their tainted pedophile money. Um. Thought experiment. How do you, as a game developer, prevent gamers from optimizing the fun out of your game? You can't. You just fucking can't. The best thing you can do is you can postpone it by not having betas, but then you risk having a bug of your game. Um, uh, I mean, like, because patch note leaks are a big thing that cause, that cause optimization happening early, but you can't, dude. That's a player thing. Players will always optimize the fan of the game. I don't think that's a solvable problem. There's always going to be min-maxers. And bleeding edge fucking world first people. that You can't. I'm going to wait and see, but I do know what I want to do. What do you want to do? Uh, I played Outlaw Rogue in PvP despite Subro being meta. Yeah, I mean, I'm... Dude. Oh, vile, bro. I've been playing Death Knight. <laughs> Death Knight was only meta in Wrath the Lich King because it was overpowered and broken. But I've been playing Death Knight ever since, and Death Knight's never been a part of the PvP meta since then. <laughs> or PvE meta. There was occasional patch or two where they were the best tank, but they were never the best DPS ever since Wrath the Lich King. Play what you love. Play what you like. Fuck the meta. But at the same time, don't completely gimp yourself. Be like, I'm going to be different, so I'm going to take this talent that I know is shit just to be different. Still try to be the best, but yeah, if it's a five, if if there's an ability that you don't like to use and you a playstyle you don't like, and it's like one to five percent better than a playstyle you do like, play the one you do like, right? Arcane Mage, yeah, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent, dude. Um, but anyway, uh, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this first stream here. My first stream back in three months. Um, ideally they will be longer again my collaboration fell through so Zol was good enough to jump on the mic with me here but before we go I want people's final thoughts on WoW, Blizzard uh, Activision Dragonflight Zol you go ahead and go first man what do you what do you think all in all I think hey it's something new it's, worth, it's definitely worth keeping your eye on and watching and right. I, think, I think talking about it and you know Taking you, action with your money is the best way to make right. things happen. Do you have any intention of jumping back into WoW before Dragonflight? No, probably not. No? Alright, alright. Uh I'm I'm the best pugilist on Balmug. You're probably the only pugilist on Balmug, dude, since everyone eventually turns it into monk, but I can respect that. I wanted to alt Frost Death Knight. It was just such a slog with all the alts all the yeah, systems. The systems luckily are going the way. We'll see how Blizzard follows through with it. We'll just see, right? It's kind of a waiting game at this point. Um, but uh, for everyone else, uh, thanks, Zol, by the way, for coming on at short notice and coming to shoot the shit with me, man. Um, okay. I'm definitely, we're definitely going to be doing at least one stream a week, uh, starting out because I'm making this transition to YouTube as opposed to. Uh, Twitch, because Twitch is so oversaturated with the same fucking mundane bullshit, and I didn't want to be a part of it anymore. So we're giving YouTube a good shot. Um, 
definitely i'm all the if you miss if you ever miss a stream the vods will save automatically on my youtube channel you can rewatch it uh, I'm if you're a part of my discord you can join discord uh, and give me suggestions of topics you want me to talk about we will still be playing games um, I would love soon to stream uh, a fresh Elden Ring playthrough I've already beat the game three times but I would love to play the game after the latest patch uh, Tar Mills under attack thanks for streaming as my final thoughts that I might try it but only if my friends play yeah yeah I know what you mean I know what you mean oh yeah it's just friends are so important in online games it gets so boring so fast if you don't have them random drunk thought if your game accepts unfairness perhaps the edge of optimization can be blunted i mean there are definitely ways to make optimizing harder but it'll never because of the way math works it'll it's impossible <laughs> to prevent optimization completely uh at, at that point it's not an ethics issue it's trust it's a trust issue yeah not interested in WoW. Won't be playing it. Interested in watching others comment on it, though. Hey, dude, that's that's all good, man. Yeah, you do you, man. No judgment. But uh, I'll definitely be going live again uh, next Thursday uh, with a new topic. Um, we'll be playing some Elden Ring here soon as well for my fourth playthrough. Uh, we'll see what we do. Um, but yeah, I think my next uh, topic is it's again going to be probably MMO based. I think that might be a good time to go into my journey with Final Fantasy 14 and what ultimately made me not play it anymore. Uh, I think that would be a, a good discussion. And again, I'm here just to discuss with you guys. Uh, and, and I want to reiterate, if you see me streaming, uh, please hit the like button, share it with your friends and people. Um, because I'm no longer on Twitch, I was affiliate on Twitch. I don't give a shit about the money, guys. But if you do want to show your support in any way, you can become a member here and get the same emotes you had on Twitch. Uh, it's cheaper, actually. It's only two bucks for the cheapest uh, tier on YouTube, as opposed to like five bucks is the base, I think, on Twitch. But it's like two bucks here if you want to be a member uh, on YouTube and get notified for all this shit uh, and get access to all the emotes and the same shit you had on Twitch. Totally up to you. Not mandatory. At the very least, I I, I, I uh, ask you guys to at least sub to the channel, and um, which is free, and uh, you know pop a like on the video if you if you enjoyed the conversations, and we're gonna keep doing them. Uh, next Thursday, same time, six p.m. We'll have another topic, and it'll be about Final Fantasy fourteen, what I think's wrong with the game, and what ultimately made me quit. But from that point on, I don't have uh, I have a couple topics in mind, but I don't have anything picked. So. Feel free to jump on my Discord. Uh, the links are in all my videos to my Discord channel. You can come in and um, let me let me know what you'd like me to to shoot this shit with you guys about. I really appreciate everybody coming by for my first stream. Um, I'll play with you. Nice, <laughs> nice, Freddy. Yeah, dude, you're more than welcome to. Uh, and I would also love when I'm doing Elden Ring and some other things to play with you guys to get in and do kill some bosses and shit. That would be fun. But um, yeah, you don't get a free sub anymore, man, with Prime. Sorry, brother, but if you have a Google account, give me your money, Earl. Fuck, you stingy bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Uh, no, I don't. I don't need. I don't need your guys' money. Uh, support helps, though. Um, but thanks, guys. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, we'll be playing some games, and we'll be doing some more, some more talk soon. Once I get in the pattern of doing a stream every week again, it'll escalate to two a week. And I don't think I'll go higher than two a week though, as far as streams go. Once I get to two a week, I'll do one discussion stream a week and one gaming stream a week, I think is one when I get up to that point. But again, if you're in my discord, you'll be updated on all that shit. But thanks everybody so much for the support for coming by. Uh, if you missed it, watch the VOD. And as always, my friend, I show you a little Raz. He's, he's sick because he hurt his back. Let me get 
You can kind of see him down there. See him down there. He hurt his back and he's on pain meds, so he's he's out of it. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back really soon. Thanks everybody for the support, and as always, my friends, keep it fucking real. Take care of yourselves out there. Thanks, man. See you, man. Bye.